Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Forgive me if I'm a little slow to get myself together, but I got raptured to the realm of God, and I just pray this morning that the heavenly fragrance, the heavenly presence, the heavenly glory will wrap around every family watch, watching online, even here, and that experience of God will become common amongst us, that we, our hearts will always be neat with God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we consecrate this service unto you. It is for the worship of God. And even as we proceed, Holy Spirit, we ask that you order our steps in this service into the perfect will of God, that everything that God has made ready for today, that we just walk into them and that we may be able to appropriate all the goodness and the mercy and the blessings of God that the light of his glory will shine forth in our lives and people will be drawn to Christ. We pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. And wherever you are, you want to say amen and amen because God loves you. That's why he has given you the privilege to be online today because there is a blessing. I know there is a major blessing waiting for you. I'm beginning to already get excited and to already celebrate with you someone because the word of God is going to be quick, powerful to deliver the very purpose of God this morning. Hallelujah. And I know that you're saying, I'm ready, Pastor. I'm ready. Just send me the word. Hallelujah. Okay. But before we go into the word this morning, as I welcome particularly those watching from the diaspora, that God bless you for joining us. We love your company and God will reach you with the same blessing anointing that we are enjoying right here in the city of Lagos. Before we go into the Word of God today, I have, I have this strong urge to, for us to sing a hymn. Look at what's going on now. David said, when I pass through the valley of the shadow of death, <laughs> for David, the man after God's heart, to say, if I pass through, when I, well, not if, when I pass through the valley of the shadow of death, it means there are seasons in life where you pass through valleys. And what kind of huge valley the whole world is passing through now. And unfortunately, not everybody will pass through. Some will be stuck in the valley. Some will be buried alive in the valley. But that will not be our portion. Like David, we will pass through the valley of the shadow of death. And we're going to end up on the banquet table of the Lord. Anoint our head with all our cup runs over. You know what the promise is. But to, to make that a reality, I think we need to sing this thing that though we're in a valley, but we're we're not stalking it, we're not tightening, we're passing through it. We want to go to higher grounds. We want to go to higher grounds. So we're gonna sing that hymn this morning. Higher ground. We desire higher grounds, and God is gonna take us there. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights and
someone is joining me saying hallelujah if something didn't happen to you you didn't sing that hymn because that's exactly the hymn God wanted us to sing today that though we pass through the valley alongside our neighbors our friends our in our city in our nation with all the nations of the world we will not get stuck in this valley of COVID-19 we will not be buried alive there we we pass through but we're going to higher ground a higher ground the Lord is going to take us to. A higher ground is going to plant our feet. Our feet will not be slippery to go back where we're coming from. And blessed be God who hears us and who grants us according to our petitions. To him alone be glory in the church. Now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped. Amen and amen and amen. And this the service has started so powerfully for me. My joy is just ricocheting all over the place. And I, and I want you to catch that momentum of the spirit because it always opens the door, uh, the vista to a better experience in life. And you will not be left out in Jesus' mighty name. Can I hear your amen and amen and amen? Oh, I wish I could hear you. 
when we're able to get back into our facility, it'll be really nice. I can hear the shouts of joy, the shouts of praise, your amen makes me get my bubble back on. Glory to God. And now this morning we want to go into the word and I know some people are people of the word and God does nothing except he speaks it. The Bible says the universe that we inhabit, inhabit we're framed by the words of God. He just speaks. And today what lies ahead is going to be spoken now and blessed be God that as we receive the word of God with faith it will profit us and change our lives and set us on the banquet table of blood goodness and mercy prosperity and grace will be our companion all the days of our lives can you say amen to that hallelujah um, I'm going to ask you to join me as we go into the word of the Lord I take my text this morning from Luke chapter number 4 I'm going to be reading verses 25 to 26. I'm reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. Um, normally would read from the New Kingdom's Version, but the translation of choice for very good reason this morning is the New Living Translation. Luke chapter number 4, verses 25 to 26, and that should come up on your screen right now. I read the Word of God. Bible says, certainly there were many needy widows in Israel in Elijah's time. I'll start again. Certainly there were many needy widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the heavens were closed for three and a half years and a severe famine devastated the land like we feel now. Verse 26 says, yet Elijah was not sent to any of them. He was sent instead to a foreigner, a widow of Zarephath, in the land of Sidon. The Bible says, certainly there were many needy widows. And today there are many needy people because it appears that the heavens are shut and the farming is coming into the land and all kinds of things are going on. In verse 26 of our text, the Bible says, yet, in spite of the fact that God knew them and saw them, yet Elijah was not sent the word is sent to any of them except for one and this morning i bring you the word of the lord that as as much as there's need ah for restoration need for comfort need for provision god will not pass you by he will send the angel of sustenance to you and your family angel of recovery the angel of blessing to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When a believer needs to be sustained in a tough season, God will send someone, someone human or angelic to that person. I'll say that again. Just like in our text this morning, when a believer gets to a point, like now that we need to be sustained through a tough season, God will usually send someone human or someone angelic. This morning, just because you made it, that messenger is going to locate you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as God singled the widow out for a life-saving blessing, I'll say that again, as God singled out this widow of Zarephath for a life-saving blessing, this morning, by this word, God is singling you and I out to be sustained by grace throughout this tough COVID-19 season in the name of Jesus. Father, we come to you.
according to the writing of the scroll that at this point in time on the 31st of may in the year of the lord 2020 when the whole world is on his knees that the lord will give us a word in season and paint a picture of what is going to happen to us and that we also like this widow who have somewhat giving up on the promise and the, and the provision of God will receive a messenger of good news, a messenger of sustenance by grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As I speak the word, let the word explode and begin to rearrange things in our favor according to the will of our Father. Father, once have you spoken twice, have I heard that power belongs to you, the power to make this happen is released on our behalf to the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Let your word be quick and powerful and let it restore someone who has already given up on the provision of God so that that person, just like the widow of Zarephath, will receive the messenger of God's sustenance immediately after the sermon. From today, good news will abound amongst us according to the will of God who loves us with an everlasting love and so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Oh, I know that that you are, you have said a loud amen. I say amen for myself. I say amen for my wife. I say amen for my children. I say amen for Grace Assembly. I say amen for you. I say amen for Nigeria. I say amen for the world. Hallelujah. This text is so exciting. It is straight to the point. The Bible says, certainly, without any iota of doubt, there were many needy. Oh, needy people in Israel, and some of them were widows. After a devastating famine, and we see devastation happening, yet Elijah was not sent to any of them but to this one. Child of God, this, your being online today means God has singled you out, hallelujah, has singled you out for a visitation Ah, that you will not you will not be swallowed up by this valley we're passing through you're singled out to receive sustenance by grace and this morning i bring you the word of the lord i am entitled sustained by grace I wish wherever you are, you put up your right hand and says, I am going to be sustained by grace. I'm going to be sustained by the God of all grace. This word is my word. It is going to work for me. The name of the Lord be glorified. My situation will testify to this word in Jesus' mighty name. Sustained by grace. I know someone out there, you literally dragged yourself to church this morning because everything seems to be failing. And you have given up on the provision of God and maybe you're thinking like this widow when Elijah got there he says give me uh, a little uh, bread to eat she said no I'm just gathering a few sticks to cook what we have left we eat me and my son we die and she was a believer because the way she addressed Elijah she could tell she was a believer she had given up whoever you are whether it's your marriage whether it's your finances whether it's your health whether it's your loved ones that that the situation is so heart-rending that you're giving up. The Lord, by this word, just like that widow of Zarephath, will send you and you will receive a messenger of good news who will bring you into a season where you will enjoy being sustained by grace. And so it is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let me break this thing down. When you say... Um, a lot of people thought Elijah was sent to the widow to be fed by the widow. It appears like that in the Old Testament in 1 Kings. 
But when you read the account in Luke that I read today, it was not Elijah being sent to be fed by the widow. Rather, no sir, it was Elijah that was sent to feed and to sustain the widow and her son. So here the widow was thinking, you're asking me to feed you. <laughs> no, the man could have been fed any other way by God. God allowed the brook to, to dry and let the ravens not come, so the ravens don't go, so that Elijah will go and help me sustain this person who is needy. Child of God, God is remembering you today. You need to start rejoicing. The widow didn't know that God was reminding her all this was going on. She had no clue until Elijah showed up. And when Elijah showed up, it looked like Elijah was the one that was needy. No, 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 no. She was the one that was needy. And so I want to tell you that when a man of God comes to you or speaks to you, don't imagine that you're doing him a favor. No, he's a messenger of God to you so that you can be sustained by grace. This morning, I want you to open up your heart because God has you in, in focus. God's God's Periscope is right on top of you and your household. I'm going to read a bit more scripture and you, you, you'll see what I mean and we're going to launch into some serious prayers here. In 1 Kings 17, I'm going to read verses 14 and 16, first from the message translation of the Bible. I'm going to read three translations and you'll see the graduation. 1 Kings 17, verses 14 and 16, the message translation of the Bible. It is going to be on your screen so that you can follow me. Um, and I read, This is the word, this is Elijah speaking to the widow. This is a word of the God of Israel. The jar of flour will not run out, and the bottle of oil will not become empty before God sends rain on the land and ends this drought. The jar of meal, verse 16, didn't run out and the bottle of oil didn't become empty. God's promise fulfilled to the letter, I like that, exactly as Elijah had delivered the word. Oh, glory to God. I read that again. When Elijah spoke to the widow, say, give me something to eat. I said, no, I'm going to die. <laughs> he felt, you're not going to die. God sent me to you. Whoever God sent me to, he's not going to die. God sent me to you. You are not going to die either. And he said, this is the word of the God of Israel. And that is what a man of God does. Brings you the ever-present word. Today's word, not yesterday's word. Today's word. This is a word of the God of Israel. The jar of flour will not run out. Can you say amen? And the bottle of oil will not become empty before God sends rain on the land and ends this drought. This drought can only be ended by God. Let the scientists hear me good what I'm saying. This drought we're going through can only be ended by God. But pending that time, child of God, this is the word of the Lord to you that your jar of flour will not run out and the bottle of oil will not become empty. In verse, six, verse 16, Elijah said to her, no, no. In verse 16, the Bible records what happened after the man of God spoke the word. Verse 16 says, The jar of meal did not run out. And the bottle of oil did not become empty. God's promise fulfilled to the letter exactly as Elijah had delivered it because he's faithful to perform his word. He watches over his word to perform it. Glory to God. 
So when I bring you the word of God saying uh, sustained by grace, this is what happens. She didn't even expect it. She didn't see it coming. She thought she was one going to feed Elijah. No, no, no. But Elijah was bringing the grace of God that sustains a man even through the worst times. Glory to God. Now I want you to keep your eye on two things. The flour did not run out. And the oil did not become, the bottle of oil did not become empty. That was what happened according to the account in the message. And so that's good for me. Whatever we have to sustain ourselves will not run out. Whatever bottle we have to, that we pour stuff out of will not become empty. And the Bible says until God ends this drought. And God is going to end this drought not only for us individually, for our nation, across the world, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know somebody is already very excited. Ah, you mean I won't run out? Ah, you mean it, my person become empty? That's good. Until you hear the account in the New Living Translation. You know me and my translations. In the same First Kings 17, verses 14 and 16, listen to the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation ought to be on your screen so that you can follow me. It says, for this... Elijah speaking says, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers. Hey, always. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers. Not just oil, olive oil, good oil. Until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. Meaning none of us will be ashamed in the name of the Lord. You better say amen and amen and amen. Don't even wait for me to finish the prayer. Jump in there and, and cash in on the prayers. Glory to God. And the New Living Translation in verse 16 says, There was always enough. Hey, there was always enough left in the containers. There was always enough flour and oil. On olive oil left in the containers just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. In consequence of the speaking of the word of God by the man of God, and that's how God works. He sends you a man who can hear him. And when the man is speaking, you ought to be listening. Draw near to hear when you come into the house of the Lord. Don't give the sacrifice of fools. You can listen to the radio, you can listen to the news, you can listen to your friend, but when God sends you his messenger, you should listen with rapt attention. Bible says in verse 16, there was always enough. There will always be enough for you and I till this drought is over in the name of Jesus. There will be always enough joy, enough money, enough food, enough enjoyment, enough sleep, enough rest for us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There was always enough left. In the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah, I bring you to your kitchen. It talks about the joy in your house. It talks about the, the excitement of the day. It talks about all the good things of life. There was always enough left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. Some people can't even hear God for themselves. And when you come to church, you're going to hear an accurate word. As long as you go to a living church where the man is not just a preacher, he's also a man of God who hears exactly what goes right back. Glory to God. Now, now for some, someone, you heard me read the message Bibles. You say it will not run out. It will not become empty. And you received it. You were excited until you heard the one that says that there will always be and there was always 
enough, not just uh, something left over. There was always enough left in the containers until you now hear what the Living Bible has to say. I read again from the first, say First Kings 17, verses 14 to 16 from the Living Bible. First Kings 17, 14 and 16, the Living Bible. I want to see it up on the screen so that you miss nothing because this blessing was, was made ready for you and I. We're not going to miss it in Jesus' name. I read. It says, For the Lord God of Israel says, There will always be plenty. <laughs> Look at how God just speaks in the middle of a famine. For the Lord God of Israel says, There will always, always be plenty of flour and oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. There will always be plenty, not leftover, not enough. Plenty means more than enough. So I have spoken to you about enough, no, not enough, just enough, more than enough, and much more than enough. And so um, the Living Bible is saying, the, the God of Israel says there will always be plenty of flour and oil left in your containers. Flour and oil represent the things that make life good, that sustains life. So forget the word flour and oil. Look at, think about money. Think about food. Think about joy. Think about laughter. Think about good things. Think about testimonies. It says the Lord God of Israel says there will always be plenty of those things left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow grain. Verse 16 just knocks off my socks. And this is the result in the Living Bible. For no matter how much they used, for no matter how much they used, there was always plenty left in the containers just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you, child of God? For no matter how much they used, in this season of famine, no matter how much they used, there was always plenty left. It means that they didn't have to ration the food. Mata bro sustained by grace no matter how much they use you know some accounts of bible may they seem like they just ate a little sandwich in the morning and they had a little something in the afternoon no 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 matter how much they use generous meals there was always plenty left in the containers just as the lord has promised through elijah my God, my God, that is sustainability right there. That is sustainability right there. I've heard some people talking about sustainability. What are they talking about? They don't know nothing about sustainability until Jehovah shows up. Don't even talk about sustainability. The sustainability that is demonstrated here is mind-blowing. No matter how much they use, there was always plenty left. Because somebody was behind the scene making sure they had enough. And sustainability in the Bible is about provision that gets depleted, yet it proves inexhaustible. I'll say that again. 
sustainability that comes from God is superior to whatever man is talking about. Man is saying, let's manage this so that the ozone will not finish. No, no, no. Sustainability from God is provision that gets depleted when you use it, yet it proves inexhaustible. It's like when you go into the ocean, you take a, 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 tray, uh, uh, a tanker full of water. It, lo it looks like there's a little dip. And then the next time you look, it is level again. That is sustainability by Jehovah. I don't know about you, but I, I just want to praise God. Ah, you know what? God, beyond our imagination, provision that gets depleted, it says, uh, no matter how much they use. So when they used it, it looks like it went down. Just as they want to cover it up, it is full again. Provision that gets depleted, but yet proves inexhaustible. May our joy not be exhausted. May our money not be exhausted. May our good health not be exhausted. <laughs> May our family life not be exhausted. Because sometimes we take a hit. Sometimes we take a loss. Sometimes we go through something. But sustainability to be sustained by grace is when you get provision that appears to be depleting, yet it always proves to be inexhaustible. The word always kept showing up in every translation. Always. Always, which means in this season, through this season, and after this season, will be sustained by the grace of God. Oh, somebody give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This widow learned a lesson. Let me backtrack to a woman who had lost her joy, lost her confidence, lost her husband. The word widow means she used to be married. And all she had left was a little flour and a little oil and her son who was ravenously hungry and she thought i'm going to have the last meal and then we're going to starve to death she couldn't see her way through and i know someone there you're looking at me and saying how come you know how i feel my wife may not know how i feel people around me don't know how i feel i haven't told anybody how come this man knows what i feel yeah because god is revealing things and so when Elijah showed up, she looked at Elijah as another needy person who has come. But it wasn't Elijah that was needing food from her. Elijah was the only one that could sustain her because he came with the grace of God. I come to you with the grace of God. May that grace be multiplied unto you and I to put to shame all the need and all the, all the threats of today that we feel to the glory of God. The same God yesterday, today, and forever. What he did in Zarephath, he's doing right now in the city of Lagos. He's doing right now for every believer watching from London, watching from the Philippines, watching from the United States, wherever you are. The same God, he's omnipotent. He's everywhere at the same time and he's omnipotent present as well. He's omnipresent he's everywhere at the same time, but he's omnipotent to be able to do whatever he purposes to do with him. Nothing shall be impossible. Sustainability is not like what the scientist says, managing things. No, no. No matter how much they use, there was always plenty left. May God prove himself in your life. I am sent to you like Elijah was sent to her to let you know that you will not die your container will not be empty that no matter what happens no matter how well you live your containers will not be empty there will be more than 
enough left there will be plenty left over by the workings of the sustainability of god in the name of the lord jesus christ never be afraid when you look and it looks like because i gave elijah part of the food that means there will be nothing again and some people have stopped giving some people have stopped serving like the widow some people are managing and saying just for me and my house so that eh, let this thing last if you continue like that, it will finish. And your prognosis that it will finish will be established. But if you listen to God, God's sustainability means provision will seem depleted, but it will prove inexhaustible. Some people have stopped giving. Some people have stopped sharing. You have become a shadow of yourself. You're hiding everything. Elijah confronted her. He said, go and, he said, go and bring my own first before you do that one. You don't understand. Once you give it to God, it will never be exhausted. No matter how much they used after that day, there was always plenty left over. I want to ask the question. What if this widow did not take up the opportunity to share what she had left? What if she stayed with her mental analysis and poor logical thinking that did not factor in God? How can anybody speak and not factor God? How, how did you get to the point you don't factor God in? There's always the God factor. When Elijah spoke, she said, no, it's not possible, this and that. Then she changed her mind. I pray today you will change your mind. Let me tell you something. If you think by hiding what you have and keeping it only in your family is what is going to solve the problem, God will leave you to your wisdom. God's economy doesn't work like that. Elijah was not the needy one. She was the needy one. As long as you want to come out of this through God and by God, you have to go God's way. That thinking of, I'm not sharing I won't give no matter what they say. It's going to take you into penury. This woman would have died the way she has said, except that she changed her mind. She took up the opportunity. This is your opportunity. Maybe it's your last opportunity. God has been patiently watching you, breaking all the rules of engagement with him. And yet you want him to sustain you. How? What are the chances that grace will sustain the disobedient one who refuses to serve God, who refuses to give when God prompts them to give, just because they feel needy. Bible says there were many needy widows at that time in Israel. But God didn't send Elijah to them. He sent to the one who would change her mind, who will not waste a God-given opportunity. It is God that opens a door, but it is up to you to use that door or not so i want to say to you that this message is good news but also comes as a warning to some people you're breaking all the rules and it's time you stop doing that because elijah could have turned around and walked away elijah would never have died of hunger it's not possible but she would have made the choice and then people would say but she's a christian what well, how come god didn't do it for her she made a choice 
I pray that you, I said before you life and death, I pray that you will choose life so that you and your family can live in the sustenance that comes by grace and be proof of God's sustainability. Glory to God. God is not only able to provide for me when the economy is good. God provides for me when the economy is tough. But I cannot break the rules of engagement with God and expect God to be faithful to a covenant I am disregarding, I'm breaking, and acting like, what's going on? The God factor is always present. It's even stronger during tough times. And so, I want to say to you that we are sustained by grace. This is what the message is. We cannot be sustained by arithmetic. We cannot be sustained by getting all we can, canning all we get, and sitting on it, and not serving God, and not giving. You can choose to do that, but time will show whether it's wisdom or foolishness. This is how God operates. And when we're sustained by God, we're not just sustained by God, we're sustained by the God of all grace. Peter talked to me, he said, may the God of all grace, who has saved us, hallelujah, the one who can put sustainability in place is God. Hoarding is not the way to be sustained. It's only subscribing to what is not good. We're kept by the power of God. To be, to be sustained by grace means you are kept by the power of God. Let me read what Peter said in 1 Peter 1 and verse 5. The apostle Peter described us as those who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed at the last time. The apostle Peter said we are those who are kept by the power of God. Never, hey, choose your own maneuvers over the power of God. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. And if you've done it, please go home and change things. Because some people are going to be buried in this season. They're going to be buried alive because they don't even have the God factor working. Some people are going to be stuck. They'll never recover from this. But you have a choice. The widow first said, no, I, don't have, I have enough only for me and my son. And Elijah said, go and bring it. And the Bible says, till the end of the famine. As a matter of fact, the son even died just after as the famine was coming to an end. The, her, her claim to fame, her joy, was going to die. If Elijah was not in the house, what would have happened? Elijah raised the boy to life. Never cancel out God because things are tough. Never say because you're needy, you now shortchange the things of God. Never do that. I will not because... There are some, many things that can happen that I cannot solve. God has to be in my equation. And you can't say God is your boat. Meanwhile, you don't make room for him. You don't obey the principles. I, 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 want, I want to close. If you are kept by the power of God, Paul, um, Peter said we're kept by the power of God through faith. You have to believe. I've been talking about the mantra to put your trust in God. How can you say you put your trust in God and you don't do what he says? You don't obey him. How? Time is running out. The door is shutting. You need to revert to form because the angel called Elijah was not going to stay there forever. This angel is speaking to you and, and I'm, I'm glad that God has taught me to remain faithful to God no matter what the situation or season is. And God has been coming through for me season after season. I am like, 
I am like Lazarus that has been dead and buried and God brought me out alive again and most people never expected me to come back to life and still be on top of the things and so on and God did it and that's what it means to be sustained by God you can't tell what you're going to go through but you can tell how you're going to come out of it when you are sustained by grace and um, I like the song by this young man what's his name again it says when, when you're kept by God, I sang that song. It says, intentional, intentional God. Whatever, whatever comes my way, you are still God. You are good, you are good. It says, intentional, intentional God. Hmm. Covenant keeping God. Whatever comes my way, you will still be God in my situation. You are good. I think, you know, we need to play that song. Intentional, intentional God. Whatever become my way, you are still God. You are good. Oh, I wish I could sing. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that, that's what the message is today. That you, we will not turn our back on God just because we're going through needy times. She almost failed the test. The story wouldn't have ended this way. And may our story end well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I, I, I want to leave you with this last scripture. And that is 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8. You know that scripture. It is known by a lot of people. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8. New King James Version says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, because it's the God of all grace, <laughs> that you always, Always in any season, you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work like feeding Elijah. God is able. It depends on how you relate with him. It didn't say God will. God is able to make all grace. The God of all grace, according to Peter, will make all grace abound towards you that you always in every season, in every transition, in every sphere of life, in any age that you reach, we're always having all sufficiency in all things that you may have an abundance. And the word of God says, no matter how much they use, there was always plenty left. I think I have made my case for the Lord. It now depends on you whether you will respond or not. And I want to say that as for me and my house, Second uh, Corinthians three verse five is our mantra. It says we are not sufficient of ourselves to think of anything being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. Our sufficiency, our sustainability is from God, and you don't leave God out of the equation now because you think you're going through something, and God wants to prove Himself strong on your behalf that you. Become someone people point at and say, your life makes no sense except that you must be sustained by God. May our lives be the proof of God's sustainability in every direction. I said to be sustained by God is to have provision that appears to get depleted, yet it proves at all times inexhaustible. And glory be to God who is the God of all grace, who sustains us by His grace. And I pray that this word today will work for you. It will work for me. To bring us from the place of the valley 
and sustain us to the point you can bring it up. You know, bring bring us to the place where we are sustained in a way that people can tell that this is not the doing of the man. No matter how much we use, that our our provision never gets exhausted. To the glory of God in the name of Jesus. You will not die in this valley. Put your hand in my hand. As I put my hand in the hand of God, we're going to walk out of it. today i want to bless god i want to hear your testimony listen the devil is a lie you're not going to die you're just like that widow the, the, star, the stars may have falling out of the sky but the messenger of good news who brings the sustainability that comes from god has showed up and so whatever you use you will not run dry you have plenty left over to the glory of god in jesus name god bless you and with that i'm going to ask you to please join me as we bring the service to a close by sharing our tenets. We believe in the God of grace. We rely on the grace of God. So the God of grace, he gives us the grace always to win the race by sustaining us. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen and amen.